Raymond stared out into the dark waters, illuminated only by the brightness of the full moon. He had cast his bait an hour ago, but did not seem to be able to catch anything. He had studied the tides. He was confident that he should be able to catch at least a small fish. However, he was not having any luck that night. He turned to his right. Jimmy was casting for the fifth time and he could hear the sound of flapping, gasping fishes from his styrofoam box. Hey Jimmy, you shared the same bait but how come yours is the only one that they buy? Jimmy turned to him and winked. Skills my man, skills! Raymond huffed and sat down on the stone bench facing the rail of the jetty. He took out a cigarette and lit up expertly, shielding the fire from the wind that came in from the sea. He wondered why his bait was not working, but he figured luck was just not with him tonight. Raymond, I need to go use the toilet. Look out for me, okay? In case anything bites. Jimmy pointed at his rod neatly tied to the rail of the jetty. Raymond nodded absentmindedly as he sat on his comfortable deck chair and puffed peacefully away as he watched his best friend of over 20 years hurrying down the jetty to the public toilet near the entrance. He stared back into the waters and wondered if it was a mistake coming here with Jimmy that night. But he had promised his friend and would not want to quit just because he could not catch anything. He drew one final drag from the cigarette and snuffed it out on the floor. It was then when he heard the bell on his own rod jiggling merrily, indicating something had caught on the other end of the line. Yes, finally, he said. Without hesitation, Raymond reeled it in, but the rod began to bend crazily. He knew something heavy was pulling on it. The more he pulled, the more the other side resisted. He battled with it for a few minutes before the cast began spinning out of control and pulled it far out towards the sea, and then it went slack. Raymond then slowly reeled it in. Then, from out of the inky blackness, what looked like a ball popped out of the water. Guided by the light of the full moon, in the lamplight of the jetty, Raymond squinted to get a good look. As it came closer, Raymond gasped and let go of the rod in shock. The ball was a head, hair plastered to its grotesque face that twisted into a sneer as it looked directly at Raymond. Breathing heavily, he watched as his rod, still tied to the railing of the jetty, jiggled merrily. It bent forward and then sprang up before staying still. He peered into the waters, 
but saw nothing. Already disturbed by the sight, Raymond reached into his pocket for his phone, intending to call Jimmy to hurry up with his business. Before he could do anything, he heard the sound of the styrofoam lid being tossed aside. From his position, he could see Jimmy with his back towards him, squatting over the box. Ah, about time he got here. Aloud, he said, You wouldn't believe what I just got, or rather almost got. Jimmy ignored him, still squatting over his box. Jimmy, hey friend, whatever you got is still in the box lah. I didn't take any of your precious fish, okay? As he turned to gaze out into the sea, he could not help feeling bothered and hurt by Jimmy's actions. To him, it seems like Jimmy was showing off knowing full well that he, Raymond, could not get a single fish after hours spent on the jetty. He took off his phone intending to surf his social media account. While browsing through the contents, he heard the sound of scraping and munching coming from behind him. He turned and walked slowly towards Jimmy and his box of fish. What he saw almost made him vomit out the contents of his stomach. From the back, the creature looked exactly like Jimmy, whom he remembered, wore a black shirt that night. But when Raymond turned to face him, the hideous thing suddenly looked up and snarled at him. It was the same thing he saw from the water that took his bait. In his shock, he stood still, unable to move, as he watched the thing devour Jimmy's raw fish from the styrofoam box. There were two half-eaten carcasses on the floor. Jimmy took a few steps backward, but the creature did not seem to be bothered by him as it continued biting ferociously at a fish belly and threw it aside before fishing in the box for a new one to feed on. As he gathered his courage, Raymond turned and fled down the jetty. As he ran towards the toilet, he saw Jimmy walking casually out of one. He stood there and stared for a moment, not wanting to make another mistake of talking to the wrong Jimmy. Hey, if you're here, then who's watching our things? There's, there's something, something your fish gone, gone already. Raymond panted heavily. Jimmy's eyes grew round and quickly ran back up the jetty with Raymond following closely behind him. The place was a mess with fish carcasses all over the floor. The styrofoam box turned upside down and Jimmy's box of fishing tackles had toppled from the bench. The only thing resembling peace and normalcy was their fishing rods still tied to the railings, bopping gently with the waves and the night. Let's pack up and go, Jimmy said urgently. Raymond did not need a second instruction. He was already untying his rod and packing his tackle box as quickly as he could. As both men walked up the jetty with their gear, they heard a soft whisper of someone calling out their name. you do, do not look back, just keep on walking. 
Jimmy whispered to Raymond. The voice called out playfully, longingly as if willing them to stay at the jetty. Raymond could feel the hairs prickling at the back of his neck. As they left the step down from the jetty, Jimmy stopped, fished up one good fish he had from the box and left it there on the shallow steps. He then signaled to Raymond with a nod of his head and they quickly walked away. Both men were silent as the car sped along the highway. Judging from the way Jimmy responded earlier, Raymond guessed that it must not be his first time experiencing such an encounter. As for him, he was still trying to wipe the creature's image from his mind. He silently swore to himself that he would not go fishing ever again. Back at the jetty, a long, slimy hand reached out and grabbed the one good fish left by Jimmy on the steps. What do you think? What was that creature that ate all the fish? I am Wraith once again. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in the next podcast.